crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm loco? It's me, it's Brandon, I'm back. Bear with my voice. It's been a massive recording day for me today, uh, but I am beyond excited to get this podcast going, this episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoyed last week's. Last week's was a little bit different. I had some mix-ups, some confusion, so I just kind of threw out one of the wisdom sessions, and it came out pretty good, uh, but now we're back, and we're diving into it. We're wrapping up season seven. And we'll start season eight next week with a, uh, a live podcast. And I've got some special guests. So, But, man, this is awesome. Uh, we have tried, before I introduce him, we have tried to connect on some sort of podcast show level since COVID started, however many years ago that was. Uh, but I finally got uh, one of my favorite, he's a friend, but one of my favorite local artists, honestly, even though it's been forever since I've seen him play uh, in person. I've seen him play online. Um, but I'm excited to have him here and <laughs> almost had him in person actually, but, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Prag Padilla, what's up, buddy? Not a lot, man. Well, actually a lot, but you know, it's one of those <laughs> things where you actually, you know, you have your canned answers, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's been one thing after another and man, and we've been talking about this since actually before <laughs> COVID happened. I know you know, one thing or another and, uh, it was good thing. Good, good to be here though. I know we have, we really have guys. And, and for those of you that listen to the show and those of you that know me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a guy that just sits around. I'm a busy guy. Uh, he's even more busier than I am. Can, is that a word more busier? Yeah, it is. Um, uh, than I am, but we finally been doing it. And I, I wanted to bring you on for a couple of reasons. One, because there's all kinds of crap we can talk about. Um, but two, because I just really wanted to kind of talk about and introduce you to some of the people that, may not know you uh they've heard me mention some of the the artists that i like here in texas local artists and so i know your name has come up over the last you know couple years or whatever um and i wanted to bring you on man but speaking of covid covid really because you used to perform everywhere i mean everywhere and just a little backstory guys i met him and i'm gonna forget years i think it's going on eight years it could be longer but it's definitely let's just say eight for fun okay um because i'm horrible with timelines and i met him at this bar that i worked at this little bar in frisco and he was on the list to perform there as one of the you know the entertainers the music uh the artist and i didn't know him i didn't know i didn't know anybody because i took over right after the previous gm got canned and he had already scheduled you guys out yeah and I didn't know. I was like, all right, well, I hope they're good because I can't change it now. And you came in, you had your guitar. And it was a pretty steady night. It wasn't crazy. But I remember the first time. And I remember like, okay, it's country. And I, guys, I'm not a big country music fan. Okay, let me put it this way. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I mean, in all fairness, I don't hide it. I'm not. I'm from Detroit. Not a big country guy. And I didn't know what to expect, man. 
because I'm like, ah, oh, I don't even really like country that much. Now it's changed now. I've been in Texas 11 years, okay? And I appreciate good country music. It wasn't that I didn't like country music. I just don't like the crap that they put on the radio. You know, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to hear that fluff. You know what I mean? And I remember you saying, you only had the one album out now. And I think that was the bootleg sessions. Yeah. About, yeah. And I remember, and I remember hearing the voice. I was pouring a drink and I heard the voice. I look up and I'm like, okay. And I'm going to tell you, man, to this day, I just told my parents were in town. My mom loves country music. She has. I made her a copy of one of your albums, actually. Oh, the last wow. one. Yeah. Loaded Hopes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I love that album. I love that album. Um, Man, yeah, I still got your T-shirt and everything. Anyway, um, I made her a copy of that when I first got it. And I was telling her, I was like, man, I'm having him on the show. If he was playing, we'd go see him. Because she is like me. She loves real country music, you know, real country music. And I'm going to tell you right now, to this day, dude, and I'm not just saying this because you're my buddy. Because you weren't my buddy back then. <laughs> I, just, I didn't even know you, you know. Um, you got an amazing voice and you capture country music. I'm going to tell you that right now, dude, you do. Well, thanks man. Thanks. And I love it. And since then it's been one thing after another in the bar industry. Unfortunately, you get moved around a lot. Sometimes it's your fault. Sometimes it's not. And everywhere I went, I made sure I was like, all right, I'm booking music. You're coming. You're coming with me. You're coming yeah, with yeah. Me. I always got that call. <laughs> I was like, you ready to play? And it was, I tried to get you in every month, you know, because uh, it was important, you know, take care of your friends, take care of good music. And I'm going to tell you since then, every bar, the last one being out in Prosper, um, man, people still tell me you, they mention you and there's two other guys and they're like, that was just a cool night, man. So when COVID hit, dude, that had to take everything away from you, right? Yeah, I mean, I already had some stuff booked and everything, and all of a sudden here comes COVID, and everybody's, well, let me cancel this. I mean, it's nothing personal, which I, kn I knew that many people are not coming out. You know, they don't have money coming in, no money going out, of course, um, which, you know, everything was like, we didn't know what was going on and everything. It's like, okay, we'll cancel this, and then one week turned into a month, one month turned into six months, and here we are two years later. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's changed a lot, so... Yeah, it has. It, I mean, I, it affected everybody, but especially in that industry and local yeah. artists, musicians and bands and and all that. And I remember you had your regular gig places that you were playing at. You were playing at the what was the barbecue joint you used to play at all the time. Oh, Hard Eight. Hard Eight. Yeah, you were yeah. there. You were regular. You had your regular places. And now that we've gotten out of that, well, I guess let's just before I jump ahead. During that time, though. Were you doing any writing? Were you doing any music? Or did you just kind of put that on hiatus because you had to deal with other stuff? Yeah, I put, I haven't written in about three years. I took a hiatus. I mean, I have to touch on something else, but my mom passed away. Yeah. And man. I did not know how much that would take an effect on me. But from, you know, of course, you go through your morning's pet phase and everything else and you pass that, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, I've tried sitting down and writing and right now it's just not coming. I mean, that's happened to me before. One time I went about five or six years and didn't write a single thing and I don't even know how it happened. You know, you, you go through these writing blocks and I mean, right now it's going through this, you know, uh, a drought pretty much. And, you know, try to do this, try to do that, you know, it just won't come. So, I mean, sometimes you just don't push it. You just let it be, you know? So wherever that magic 
touches where i mean because i believe that I, I some people say it's an art some people say it's you know sometimes the song just comes and who knows where it comes from and you don't ask you just accept it and right now that connection is broken and you know and hopefully it'll come back and you know i miss those days and everything and you know just wait waiting for the next song to come you know and find its way to tell me yeah no i get that and i i think having that that personal loss and and then the stress of covid you know I mean, it wasn't even just COVID. It was just the world yeah. not knowing anything, you know, um, and then having to deal with everyday life, you know, um, I, I can imagine that, that that would take its toll on you. As far as music, though, you did perform a little bit hit or miss online. You would come on every now and then TikTok, Facebook, when you weren't banned on Facebook. But we'll get we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, hey, you guys think I'm bad. I've only been banned twice. We, we're going to get to that topic. But uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm in the double digits. <laughs> oh, dude, you're beyond. The next step is they're just going to, they're not going to let you sign in anymore. <laughs> That's why I figured at one point I'll just get a hundred percent solid ban. But like I said, we'll get there. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you were, you were online, you would do some live stuff. And yeah. a lot of guys did that. A lot of bands did that. Um, you tried to get a little creative with that, I've seen you perform on TikTok and stuff, um, you know, things like that. And that's been cool. That was cool for me because I got to watch it and be, you know, as a fan uh, of your music and a fan of and, and supporting you. I wanted to support you. I was like, cool, I get to watch this, you know. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise, you also kept yourself busy with other projects during this weird, strange first year of COVID that we were going through when we were you know, nothing was open, but yet nothing was closed. It was so exactly. weird. It was the weirdest thing. And you really got into some cool stuff, pieces that I are hanging up in my up in my house right now. Um, you kind of started to get into the, and I don't know what the proper term is because I couldn't do what you do. I'm going to tell you that right now. You started to get into like what woodcutting, like what is it, man? Like People basically just, I guess, define it as woodworking you know and that's what it of, is yeah when you think woodworking you think hey this guy's building a house or something no it's like um you use a cnc machine you design something put it online i mean on your you know program and then you cut it that way and then of course paint it afterwards and the one you're talking about i made some uh distressed you know uh american flags and other you know some people have did college flags it depends i mean it depends on what people want it you know i've done everything from tcu flags to other thing and Honestly, during that time, I mean, I've done some wood stuff in the past and everything, but being stuck at home, I mean, pretty much everybody knows this. I mean, you feel like you were in prison, you know, you had yeah. no outlet other than go outside and, you know, join the dog running zoomies on the backyard, you know, at that point, you know, because that's pretty much the only <laughs> outlet that we had. And um, so I ventured into this whole thing and I was like, yeah, I'll try it, you know, see how it goes and everything. And, uh, yeah, started doing it and found uh, that it got you away from your work life, got you away from your home life, got you away from, it puts your mind where you are working with tools and everything. And, you know, if you do the wrong thing, it's going to take off a finger. You know, of course, you don't want that to happen. And no, uh, no. so it, it, it forces you to focus and basically get that alone time, which you sometimes you can't find in other, in other words. So, I mean, that helped from a therapy uh, you know, way, if you want to say it. So, well, yeah, I, 
you know, because otherwise, look, there's only so much Tiger King you can watch. And exactly, <laughs> you know, you know, we were, we were all sitting here waiting for our semis and, uh, that was it. And I know with, I, I know that feeling of being trapped because I had just moved and I had my toddler who was two, a little over two at the time. And it was like pools closed, parks closed. Uh, you can go out to an open field and play, but again, we didn't know what was going on with COVID. So we were kind of sketchy about that you can go to the field only if the wind was behind you <laughs> right right don't yeah because because covid could come, come at you, you exactly know, you know i'm sitting out and like we had to get creative man and so i can't imagine from going from what everything that you did to being like dude i gotta come up with something to do but what was great about it was that piece which is hanging up in my house that that one particular one it was great it's an amazing piece and then you started to sell them online you created a whole business out of it like well, yeah because people started asking do you sell those and at first i was like no no and you know i was like because i made one for myself i saw them online i was like i'll make one for myself and everything and really i mean that first one's still sitting in my music room and everything right and um and then i was like i think i don't remember who it was the first one i was like yeah yeah i'll make you one you know and then another person and another person and another person and i'm like Okay. And at that point I was like, you know, I started shipping them off to, you know, Illinois and other oh, places Hampshire and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, what's going on here? And not to get political or anything. And the, yeah, I know, I know, you know, you know, me and politics, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go down that way, but I will say we, I was selling them left and right. The moment that Trump got, you know, not, not, um, uh, in other words, Biden got elected. Right. Nobody's buying flags. That's interesting. It's very interesting. It's almost like the whole patriotism just, and I'm not saying one or the other. I mean, most people that know me know which way I lean. Right. But not to, just to move that out of the side, it's like the whole background and patriotism of people just faded away. Or just got stepped to the side. You know, it's, it's very odd the way that happened. I mean, yeah, it's still getting order here and there, but not how it, it was before when people were like, you know, you know, very pro-America, very, you know, in your face. And like I said, all of a sudden it just sort of died down. Well, so to dive into that real quick, because I can't let that go. Um, oh, I remember getting, I remember seeing him online. I was sitting on the patio drinking a beer, shocker. And... I was like, I think I, I texted you. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm getting one right now, right yeah. now. I was like, and you're like, cool. And I'm like, no, for real, like it's happening. And I did it right then and there and it came out beautifully. And then you did some other cool pieces for me that I, I took some pictures of that were just, oh man, you came up with some really cool stuff. But to get on topic with what you're saying, do you think it was more of that when Biden got elected? I mean, obviously the mood of the country changed, obviously. But, or do you think it was that people were, not so much stuck at home anymore. They weren't so much, I mean, they're still on social media, but I bought a lot of crap when I wasn't working. Okay. Like when I was at home and I wasn't really working and I was just kind of taking some time off adjusting to this COVID world, to my new, my new home with my son and all that stuff. And then we were getting stimmies and I was saving money because we were getting a lot of money. Um, I was buying a lot of stuff. I was like, ooh, Amazon. I mean, Amazon was at my house like every day. So do, <laughs> do, you, do you think that like 
people were online seeing that and it was a moment where people were feeling like we're alone we don't know what's happening our world is totally different i really want to get behind this and buy this or do you think it really was the mood of the country change and patriotism almost turned into a bad thing i don't think it's a bad thing i'm just saying the mood of the country i don't know i didn't think about it the other way but i i still feel that cuz i still got orders even when people weren't getting stimulus and that's stuff true. like that that's true that's true um but like I said, once that thing happened, it, it was almost Weird. like, hold on, I don't want to buy anything because I don't know what's going to happen. That's the way it, it actually felt. Wow. You know, it was just this whole, because I've actually gotten something and they're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but, you know, let me see how the next couple of, you know, months turns out and everything. Because at least some people that I know are still afraid of losing their jobs and stuff like that at this point, you know, because... You know, I think that there's sort of a let me see how things turn out and then we'll revisit that. And before it was like we're we're gung ho, the economy's strong, my stocks are making money. I'm just going to jump in. You know? Yeah, I could see that. Well, there, people should be worried about losing their job. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think everybody has. You know, is is at the point right now with you don't know. I mean, nobody knows what you know because no. be a nuclear war tomorrow could be you know who knows what tomorrow. No, we don't know. And despite what tweets the White House may put out, look, the economy is not good right now. OK, the fact that I can I can speak that I'm, I mean, I'm sure you can, too. It, we see it every day and you have businesses that are closing early, businesses that can't stay open this day, businesses that can't produce the way they could produce because they don't have help. And it's a mess out there. It is not it is not what it was two years ago. And I don't care who you voted for. It just wasn't, you know? Um, so that could be part of it. People are like, man, I don't, I can't drop the money on it right now, but you are still actively like that's, you haven't given that up, right? No, no, I'm still actively doing, I mean, you know, here and there and everything. I sort of like my, <laughs> my, uh, workshop, if you want to say it's my garage. So during the winter, I sort of, you know, laid back a little bit because of the cold temperatures and everything sure but here it is warming up again so back in the garage i go pretty much so yeah yeah i get that well it's it's a cool thing and i thought it was cool how it turned into because you were just posting pictures like hey check this out and then all of a sudden you were posting pictures like well i got another order in got to ship this out and then you started to make some you made more than that though didn't you do like a gun case i did a gun case actually several gun cases yeah. I did several um one that I love, I think, I don't know if you saw that or not, but I'll, even I'll send you a picture. I made a whiskey bar for somebody yes. that goes on the yes. wall. Yes. And he, he as um, retired Navy, you know, and they wanted the Navy's uh, emblem on the inside. And when I put it on the wood and everything and this, the, the color of uh, stain I decided to use, it actually looks like leather, really. Okay. So when it opens up, it almost looks like a piece of leather with an emblem on there. So you could basically pour your whiskey or whatever on it, you know, while you're, you know, and then basically close it up. It turned out really cool, even though I made it, but, you know, it turned out really cool. <laughs> no, I, I remember seeing that vaguely. I'll have to look at it in more detail because I don't remember that, that other piece. But I remember I might have not even seen the finished product, to be honest with you. Um, but I do remember, I remember the gun one in particular. I was like, dude, that thing is awesome. My um, hardest part about the whole thing, you know, laugh at this. My hardest part is actually sticking to it because there's so many 
possibilities and so much stuff to actually make that even though you got 10 orders of this one, you want to jump to the next one. And, you know, you only have a pair of hands. So it's like, oh, let me do some the other stuff. But you still have to, you know, get the people what they order to as well. So, well, yeah, you're well, because you enjoy doing it, but you, and you're excited, though, because you're like, I can't wait to try this next thing. You exactly. know what? You know what sucked is and I, I was going to order those Halloween things from you. I think they were the like lanterns or something. I yeah. don't remember. And then I was like, I'm getting one. I'm getting, and then I just I forgot. Like all, next thing I knew it was like Halloween and I was like, crap. So if those come back this year, I'll be getting one of those because cool. you know me and Halloween, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed, but so you got that going on. You've been doing that. That's kind of like a, a side hustle. That's really also just a, I, like you said, a therapy. It's a, it's a, let me get a minute. Let me focus on this. Let me see what I can do. It's a craft. I can't do that. I can tell you that right now. So you're doing that. You've got the music writing on hold, but what about playing? Have you, since we've opened again, I mean, it's Texas. We've kind of been open for a while. Um, even though people are still a little bit, it's, it's weird. It's like they're out there, but they're not out there a hundred percent on certain things. Um, are you, have you been getting, have you been calling up the people that you're booking again or people that you played at, or have they been calling you or are you just kind of like, I'm going to ride it out still. And I'm not ready yet. No, um, they've called me actually. Um, and you know, I've thought about doing one thing or another and, um, I'm still sort of, I have a good job, you know, yeah. not, not the, not the, the wood stuff, but I have a, you know, a good day gig and everything. Sure. And I, not that I'm famous, you know, that's the whole thing. It's just, I'm just a local guy. But it's one job that one of the other musicians needs who who basically has done this. They, they're out there right now. And the next gig is pretty much their rent money or whatever. I so you. I decided to, you know, still write it out a little bit more and give them anything that comes up, the opportunity for somebody else to grab it who needs it more than I do at the moment. Somebody that's like, this is what they do. Like <clears throat> this, they're full time gigging. They're gigging yeah. full time. This yeah. is what they do. Yeah, I, I get that. And you've always been good at that, though, because I remember there's been a, a couple of times where either you've had to, something's come up and you've always suggested, hey, Brandon, this guy, this guy's solid. Call him up or so and so and, you know, bring him over because I can't make that gig that day or yeah. something like that. So I know you're good about that. And it's really honestly, man, that's the way it should be. And, you know, when it comes to this circle, because the DFW area is full of so many musicians and artists and bands. It should just be a matter of let's all work together. There's enough bars, restaurants, hotels, whatever places to play around here with live music that we can all share the wealth, you know? Oh yeah. Um, Most definitely. And I think there's a group of, of tight knit people that do that. And then I also think there's another side that don't do that, but I think you're going to find that everywhere. Um, so you haven't played then since COVID. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I played, you're going to laugh at this, um, a house gig, my own house gig. You know, we moved into a new house and everything. Yeah, I remember that. I wasn't there, but I remember that. I think like eight or nine months into it, we're like, hey, it's not going away. You know, let's get our close friends and do a housewarming party kind of thing or whatever. And I decided to, you know, since we didn't let people in the house anyway because we're like oh you know the whole COVID thing right so i opened up the garage and got john wallace which is my guitar player and yeah. we just sat out there like you know we're playing a gig 
And we played for the next couple hours facing the, the street and people just came out and brought their uh, launchers. And honestly, it turned out into a really cool gig, you know, just being able to do that. Um, we were going to do one last year, but uh, I forgot something happened and I had to cancel it. So now we're doing a, a little bit smaller one again. And so I, I've called it a speakeasy that way, you know, only certain people and uh, you, of course, are invited again. I'm going and, too. I'm going good, as good. of right now. I got the invite on Facebook. As of right now, fingers crossed. I mean, unless, you know, something tragic, I am, no, I'm actually going. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, this time I'm going to do it in the backyard. I mean, I don't know. My, things might change. We might put it in the front yard again, but, you know, um, the whole thing is that our neighborhood has grown, you know, uh, you know, pretty big and everything since last year. So there's a lot more people than there was before. And, you know, you never know who's going to show up. But somebody might show up and, you know, stab you in the neck, you know, you know, because oh, great. You said, you said a wrong thing on Facebook, you know, not that I would ever, not that I would ever do that. Never, you know? never. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's, that's what's coming up. And, you know, I'll probably start, booking and uh, but if, if you start booking now it'll probably be like you know june july so i'll be in there just in time for the summer heat you know yeah the the the, the texas heat where they put you outside and like have fun with that you know yeah um yeah i remember i remember the last one uh that you did something did come up i remember you had to cancel that and then this one i just saw it a couple days ago or something maybe it was last week and i was like ooh, this is actually lining up that i can make it so yeah, if you do that, I'm sure I'll post it all over my social anyway. Not to invite people, but just to share uh, what they're missing. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited about that. That's cool. And you kind of got to ease your way back into it because there's still a lot of bars and restaurants that, and you know, you've been doing this for a long time. They want the music. They want live music, but they don't want to pay. And they want you to do like a four hour set for like $30, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's also the other side of that is there's a lot of restaurants and bars that they, they kind of cut a lot of their entertainment costs because oh, of definitely. I mean, I totally understand that. I mean, because it, like I just said, no money coming in, there's no money going out. I mean, it's hard for, you know, to you justify saying, Hey, I'm going to go bring somebody in when to be honest, a lot of musicians that play locally are not going to bring that many people. No matter what nobody anybody says, they're not going to do that. No. I mean, if you play three or four times a week, yeah, you have friends, you have people to follow you and stuff like that. There is no possible way for them to follow you at every single gig that you do for the next month. You know, because everybody has a life and everything. So you can't say, hey, I'm going to be at this place Thursday. Everybody come out. Hey, I'm going to be here on Friday. Everybody come out. They might do that the first week, but after that, they're going to feather out and you might end up only with a quarter of the people or, you know, probably with one person show up. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing on that end. That's my biggest thing too. Like when I was working the bars and talking to owners, some owners understood that they understood what music was for. Um, other owners had no concept and they would be like, well, but there was only 10 people here. And I'm like, you know, this guy only brought 10 people, you know, or whatever or 15 people or, you know, and I was like, well, wait a minute, you got to think about this. First off, we're doing this, let's say on a Wednesday, you know, which is a tough day anyway. Um, not to mention, like you said, if you just played a big gig in Dallas where everybody went to, they're not going to make it to this Thursday gig. They're just not, you know, um, in the summertime, it's a little bit different, a little bit better or holiday season 
or the weekends. But again, you also got so much competition. Yeah, these 30 people might really love supporting you. But what if there's this other event that only comes once a month? They got to go to this event. You can, people got money. They got to decide. And, and there were some owners that were always fighting that. They never understood that you're building something. You know, people want to know that if they come to XYZ bar every Friday and Saturday or Thursday, Friday and Saturday, they're going to see good artists. They may not know who is going to be. It might be you. It might be another guy next week. But they know that there's live music. And that's, yeah. that's what you want to build, you know. That's what we did at a spear two and it worked, you know, um, until they, you know, someone decided to sell it to for no reason. But anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I, I am looking forward to seeing you go back out to bar, but in all fairness, dude, I don't even go to the bars that more that much anymore, man. I, I just don't, I'm just, you know, There's been a lot of shifting in, in that part. I mean, I'm, man, what am I now? Let me think. 47. I'm 47 years old. So I want to basically, uh, you know, time or, you know, date myself. But I've been doing this a long time. Back to where, you know, we used to play in the 90s. You know, that was a big difference in the 90s. You could go out and go to a country club. You know, when I say country club, is a club that, you know, play country music. Right. They would have live bands, you know, constantly. And I'm not just talking about one one bar i mean we had tons of bars to pick from you know not just i think now you could probably count country bars like maybe four or five on your you know hand and everything and you go in there and what are they playing they're playing djs you know yep. with these you know butt shaking music that you know it's not even country you know but that's what people want to hear so that that whole audience sh shrunk from there so it's like okay what's next okay the little bars and stuff like that so that's how that stuff happened now you end up playing barbecue joints and other places like that where you know 15 20 years ago and somebody tell you hey you want to go play a barbecue joint you'd be like are you kidding me you know that would be more of a hokey little thing to do now it's a place to, to go play you know i mean so it keeps changing and changing and now it's like i think a, there's a lot of what's next kind of thing i mean yeah we have fort worth here locally but then what if you live out in pampa texas or something like that you know where there's not really a music scene what what then because a lot of bars are closing you know not well closing and like i said shifting and changing you're right too because it's funny when you say country clubs it's like granted i may not know all of them but just in the short time that i've been here I've seen those country clubs shift into something much more different or yep. close completely. And I really can't think where we are located. You can't really see country music by us unless you happen to find a country artist that just is playing at one of these venues. Um, you've got to go out to Fort Worth or, or Dallas. Um, and Dallas is, I say Dallas very loosely. Uh, there's a couple out there, but I, I don't know how solid they are as far as the country music goes. But again, you're going to drive out to Fort Worth every night, you know, like, give me a break, dude. That's a haul, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it was a haul now with even, you know, how they keep doing construction that now it's like, you know, might as well pack a lunch and, you know, a sleeping bag. Cause by the time you get out there and then you get there, 
you know, for the music and everything. And then you got to drive home. So. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you might as well just get a hotel room out there. But it is shifting, though. But then you look at places like barbecue joints or you look at like Taverna Rosa, which does live music all the time now. Or there's a couple of places in McKinney that pizza joints that are now like places that never did live music are like, well, maybe we should do that. It's, it's a different, it, even the time that I was in it, it, it's different. Well, and then let's look at, you know, the, one of the, the mainstays, which is not a mainstay anymore. Look at Southern Junction. Yeah. I mean, and, and forget the, the, the one down in Irving, look at the, the old school one. That's not the same. It's not the same, but I don't see it coming unglued from being one of the staples because that's all there is. Well, it's because of where it's located. It's out yeah. in the middle of so, nowhere. I mean, you know, if, if you really want to go see a music artist and, you know, that that's all he is. I mean, it's pretty much them and Billy Bob, something for something big like that at this point, you know, so. And, but, you know, the Royce City location, I, I really, I, I've been out of the loop for so long and I know it's changed ever since COVID, but I don't even see them really advertising much anymore. No, I haven't either. And I know they were closed for a lot longer than they, than most bars and they reopened, but I don't think it's going to change. I guess you got, uh, what's the other one that's down there? Is it silver dollar? Yeah, that's in Terrell. Yeah. Silver, 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 silver. They get a lot of artists, but I don't know. Again, I haven't seen them advertise either. So that tells me either, they're not doing as much as they used to or something shifting. It won't change. Like you said, it won't turn into, you know, some electric cowboy, you know, <laughs> it won't yeah. turn into, I don't know what else PBRs or, you know, I, I'm just naming random bars. It won't turn into some club thing like that because of where it's at. But I don't know how much, I mean, dude, if you live in Roy city, how many times are you going to go to Southern junction? That's the thing. I mean, not, you know, I think a lot of people have realized you have this generation that's getting older. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the new generation, I don't really think that the new generation goes clubbing or goes to bars. Like, you know, the, I guess you want to say middle-aged, I guess. I mean, I a guess of, a lot of you kids, I mean, are not their main thing, you know? So, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of different. It is. And you know what, even on the club level on a different club level, like, you know, from hip hop clubs and all that, it, they're, they're not, they're struggling, you know, even the, like you look at Dallas clubs, unless you're in a major club city, Miami, Vegas, you know, LA, that's a different, that's a different ball game. Um, but around here, some of those big clubs that we're playing, those electronic music and dance music, they're, they're struggling because people aren't coming because I think, like you said, that newer generation is like, we might go to a concert, we might go see a band play, but we're not out clubbing all night, dropping money on $400 bottles of wine we're, or champagne. We're not doing it. Well, I don't know about you, but. Yeah, that, that's what you do. Yeah, I'm just messing. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. I knew it. That, that's <laughs> what I was trying to get at. Like, really? Like, oh, that's where the music went. You ain't writing because you're out there clubbing out there. <laughs> you're out there hanging out with Will Smith, smacking people and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> with your bottle of Cristal. <laughs> get them. Get them. Get them, man. Keep your wife's name. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think you're right. I think the music scene is is shifted and and whatever. But there's enough 
there's enough places that when you finally decide to say, okay, I'm ready to go. I think there, I don't think that'll be a big deal. I think personally for me, I like the smaller venues anyway. You know, find me a place where I can roll up, sit down with a, some whiskey, a, a good beer, or even a glass of wine, and let me just chill and listen to for music wise i love the small venues you know Heck like yeah yeah you know what you know a spiritual used to be i mean honestly not just because you know that's where i met you and everything that place was cozy and you know you sat there and you know were able to you know make connections with people and stuff like that and that stuff is the best thing i think that's one of the reasons i really haven't done a lot of lives because before i did more lives honestly because i would play and then of course you know you can't sleep at you know 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night and i'll go do it live or whatever and um but this way you don't have a connection with anybody you're you're playing and yeah the, the camera's picking you up and but it's like okay you know you don't have that connection you'll have somebody saying something or somebody you know looking over and somebody's giving you a thumbs up or something you just don't have that i mean yeah the screen's going on in the background but the the font's so small that might as well not be there you know yeah, it's different because because you're playing and then you're going back and reading the comments. Yeah. And it's still just comments. It's not like, hey, you got done playing and somebody's over there talking to you. They're smoking a cigar with you and drinking, a, drinking some whiskey and you get to connect. You get to talk. Yeah. That was the greatest thing about not just the spiritual, but some of those other venues. You take a break. Everybody wants to hang out and talk. You know, you get to meet people. You get to, like you said, connect or just. They want to talk about the music they want. And that's what it was all about. And you can't do that at a big venue and you definitely can't do that on Facebook or Instagram. You know, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's just a different level. And it's I think a, it's a disconnect. Cause you said, you know, you play a bigger level. You don't have that. Yeah. Some people, a handful of people might come and see you in the back or whatever. If the places, you know, or, or like Facebook, you can't have that connection, but those small venues, you have that connection. You got people, you might meet people you'll, be friends with forever you know it's one of those kind of cool things you know yeah and it is i mean i've talked to so many people from those bars i've worked at that i haven't worked at in years that are still like these guys i want to talk to like you and there's others i'm like dude i just take the music aside i just want to hang out you know yeah. um well we talked about it we beat around the bush enough with facebook man <laughs> facebook. they do not like you dude they at don't. all they don't like you at all. Well, Zuckerberg's an idiot anyway, and he doesn't like anybody. And I and he, he's got his own crap to deal with. But I swear, every time I turn around, you're gone from Facebook. You're like, bro, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm out for thirty days. <laughs> they yeah, don't even I, they don't even slap you on the wrist anymore. It's a minimum thirty day. You're gone. Well, now it's it's they're compounding them now at this point. <laughs> Before it was okay, your offer, I think it was 24 hours was the first one. And then it's been 48 hours. And I think yep. it moved to like a week. And then it's like, okay. Then they started hitting me with a 30 day ones, which a 30 day ones can be pretty nasty. That's a <laughs> pretty rough one. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you need to go like beat up on a pig and take their account. <laughs> and I'll get to that in a second. And, uh, but, um, uh, back on that part, what I was just saying is um, 
Oh man, where, where was I? Because I, I mentioned the pig and totally forgot. Where you totally I was. forgot. Yeah. So you had a thirty day ban. I've got. Oh yeah. So, so now they're doing the thirty day ban plus adding some other ones. The last one that I got that I finally got off of right now is a thirty day thirty day ban with a sixty day. They move your comments to the bottom of their list. What? Yeah. So they're giving you like, and it's, supposedly I've also read online, some other ones they'll do like that, that, and then you can't post pictures or whatever. So they keep adding stuff. It's like, okay, um, the last one I had was a 30-day ban with a 60-day, I couldn't go live. <laughs> yeah, so they just keep adding stuff. So this other one was, like I said, it was 30 days and then 60 days of whatever it was, this, this final one I did. Oh, they moved my comments to the bottom, which I don't know because if we're friends and I'm like favorite of one of your, your things. I still see them. It still moves it to the top. So by, if I'm just generally posting a thing, I guess it might go to the bottom, but if people have me favored, I think it goes to the top anyway. So it, I was going to say, cause when you're back, I see all your, I see it all. Yeah. So it circumvents what they're saying. I mean, as long as people favored what I do or whatever. So the most I've ever gotten from Facebook has been three days. Um, and I don't, I, I don't remember what I said. I said something inappropriate about somebody's mom. But in all fairness, they deserve it. Because it was back in that, there was that shooting in Michigan at the, uh, the high school. And it was the kid, that 14-year-old came in and shot everybody. And this guy, I don't want to say he was making fun of the, dead, of the kids that got killed. But he was literally, literally like, he was talking bad about the dead kids. And I, and I know he was just some stupid troll. I know that. But it just caught me at the wrong time. And so I said something, and then I said something about his mom. And the next thing I knew, I was gone from Facebook. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's over here bashing dead children. And he's on. I come back and defend them, and I'm kicked off for three days. I was pissed. But I usually don't say a lot. You, on the other hand, though, I've seen some of your comments and then all of a sudden you're gone, and I'm like, really? It wasn't even that bad. Like, some of them pretty. I mean, even I'll say they were they were pretty bad. No, oh, I know, I know I, that. <laughs> I believe that it should be free speech. Honestly, you know, if they want to push that, but now apparently we have community standards, which you know, I'm not sure what that actually means because there's not, you know, I haven't found anything that actually tells you to a point what their community standards are until it happens. It's whatever they feel. It's whatever they deem worthy. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like I'm outlining it for you saying hey you can't go from here to here but tomorrow you walk in and those lines have now been erased and you can't see them but you think well i think they're about right there but then they walk up to you and say ah you went over the line because now they they're here and it's like well weren't they oh no no that's where they've always been it's like okay so i mean they, they move it to what they want it is. It's, it's, well, it's agenda driven. It's whatever they want. And they're in so much trouble anyway, all the time. You know, it's, I, I always think it's a joke. You can have community standards. I can't say this, but then every now and then there's just random porn on my Facebook. Oh yeah. Like just all of a sudden it's like, Hey, order this pill and you can do this. And it's not even just like some Viagra knockoff. They are flat out showing some hardcore stuff. This dude is railing a girl. And I'm like, what? Now, now, don't take those pills because I took one one time and it made my legs stiff and I worked at, walked in a circle for two days. I might do that, actually. That so. sounds like great exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They're like, don't take Viagra. Order these. They're not even a name of a pill. It's green. It's got a bunch of Chinese symbols on it. And they're like, 
it's nine dollars and i'm like you know what that's no, just dude, that's powdered covid is what it is right you're just you just you're just trying to peel me up with some covid here you know like this COVID, is the, this it's is, covid 22 right there right this is the new way that they're going to infiltrate our country right here is with these ginseng pills <laughs> uh, so but why don't you just go on when you get kicked off why don't you just go on uh instagram because I don't feel like, well, on Instagram, of course, you know, you got to post a picture and stuff like that. So it's like some of the times it's just, you just say stuff it. that yeah. I just, ran, you know, rant on there. It's like, it's almost like I have mental diarrhea, I guess. You, if you well, say. you do. That's fair. And it just runs out there. I mean, so sometimes I use it like a, not even like a set, well, I guess the sounding board, but you know, it's like, oh, this is what I'm thinking. I'll just put it out there. I mean, so it's like totally 100% non-filtered it was like today you know um i did that michael jackson song thing you know when i was uh it's from beat it what's that song he sings in there what from what not the beat it song yeah it was a line from the beat it song well i know it's not the line because there's something else on there but it's uh i can't think of it i don't even think i saw that post today oh show me hot fucky oh (laughs) yeah so yeah so i'm already picturing where this is going god no i posted that so i put you know it's a quote from michael jackson so i put that on there right so far i haven't gone to jail but you know that i'll just put that up there i mean i thought about it so i put it on there so (laughs) so dude i get the no filter although my facebook is relatively mellow it is mellow actually i don't do anything i promote my crap uh, and, and pictures of me and my son hanging out. That's all I do. Um, every now and then I, but, but I am a no filter guy for the most part. I just choose not to do it on Facebook. Not because I care about Zuckerberg banning me from his stupid metaverse. I don't care about that. I just don't want to get banned and then I can't promote my stuff. <laughs> like, like, man, I make money off this. Don't, don't hurt my money, you know? <laughs> But it is a joke, though. We got free speech, but we can't. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's like we might, you know, hear about this or whatever. But I mean, it's almost like living in China. It's like, oh, you know, they people don't really know what they're missing because they don't allow you to see outside the walls. It's like, you know, this is what you're allowed. It's true, though. And then it's just like it's just like with your feed. They decide the algorithms of what you should see and what you shouldn't see. Yep. And, you know, and, and it's the same thing with Twitter. Again, I, I still have a problem with this. President Trump is banned from Twitter. Really? But Putin had a Twitter account. Russia has a Twitter account. And it's not taken down yet. And they're over there committing genocide. I'm just curious if Trump ever went there and just did Trump too. Like if he tried to just come out yeah. with like... I would have tried it. Maybe he just decided not to, but I mean, I would have. I mean, Maybe, you know. well, dude, for all we know, maybe he has a complete other alias and he's on Twitter. It's just not Trump. Saying well, I know same. that, but I mean, he hasn't posted. I mean, I would just yeah. be on there and every day post something as somebody else and somehow prove that it was him, but you know. Yeah. Well, they banned him, but they didn't ban any of his kids. His kids say the exact same thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and they're like, well, that's because he wasn't president or they're not president. I'm like, well, he is Trump. <laughs> like, yeah, but that that's a lot, a lot of, I mean, I don't, nobody's really, I mean, people think it, but don't want to basically bring it to them, you know, and say pretty much, 
by you, I mean, who, you know, the guy who owns Twitter or whatever, um, you're basically pushing what you think people, I mean, which of course, and we're going to get into the news and stuff like that, but telling people what they should think by, you know, doing that's that. exactly what they're doing. And I understand the idea of a company as a privately owned company that you can, you can make the rules to an, to a degree. I get that. But when you're out there talking about free speech and rights and individuality and freedoms, which all these platforms are doing, and you pick and choose what is said, how it's said, when it's said, it's not about that anymore. It's about your narrative. And if you want to do that, if you want to go out there as Twitter and say, this is what we believe and this is what we're only going to allow on there, then just say it. Yeah. Yeah, at least we know then. Then it's our choice if we want to be on that platform or not. But this, but the, the Trump thing's got me since day one. And I don't care. I mean, Trump's tweets, some of them were just downright stupid. Um, they were. I was like, dude, come on, bro. But again, half of Twitter is downright stupid. So I just don't understand why Saudi Arabia, the prince of Saudi Arabia, who fun, you know, funds terrorism, and Al Jazeera have a freaking Twitter account Putin has a Twitter account, but Trump, you know, he doesn't. It's it's hypocrisy, man. Well, you, he, even even at this point, he, he's now he's not a president anymore. So give him back his Twitter. But you know, they don't. They I mean, don't. You know, what's the matter other than him being yelled, posting whatever he wants to? Well, you know what the funny thing is too is if he did run, run and win, he's still not going to have a Twitter. Yeah, that's you are literally trying to silence somebody, and people are like. Well, it's just it's just one person. It's not though, because they do other things to silence people. They do other things to silence just people like you and me, and they're not. Nobody ever stops with one person. But that's what I was about to say. I, I know you just said one person, but that's one person. You know, there's had to be one person who was the first person who got killed. One person who you know, it's always a first person. You know, so hey, you know what? Hitler said that they said the same thing about Hitler. Well, it's just one person. Yep. And I'm not trying to compare that, to, but it, it all starts somewhere. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you. Well, you can't get banned anymore, dude. But you do, you, you know, there is a pig around there that likes to come on every now and then when you're banned. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's funny because the, the neighborhood we moved into um, had some pigs. And uh, somebody dumped them here or whatever. And <laughs> two of them disappeared. People came and got them. And, you know, the two pigs disappeared. And one of them ran away. And it, that almost sounds like, you know, there's three piggies, one of them, wee, wee, wee. You know, right. This sounds like a story. All yeah. Right. <laughs> so the third pig <laughs> ran away. He came back and lived in the neighborhood. And here's everybody, you know, everybody started posting in our local Facebook, of course, oh, Facebook. Always. And they're like, you know, we're going to kill this pig. We're going to cook him. We're gonna <laughs> do and I was like, I felt bad. I was like, man, you can't kill the pig, you know? And I was like, how's the best way? For me to get these people not to kill a pig, I was like, I will give him a personality. Right, right. And so I created a, a Facebook page called Crispy Bacon <laughs> and say that, you know, and they're like, well, come on, it can't be the pig. And I was like, yeah, it's it's the pig. And I was, I said, because um, I said, I found a phone from one of the construction workers and I'm using somebody's Wi-Fi password. <laughs> and so I made this whole thing up, and of course, everybody you know laughed about the whole thing in a comedy way. Sure, this one lady decides to tell me how bad of a person I am. Of well, not course, a person, 
how bad of a pig I am. Oh my God. I stole a phone and now I'm stealing Wi-Fi that doesn't belong to me. And then I should be ashamed for being such a bad pig. Oh my God. I can't. This woman actually thought that she's, she was and still today thinks that she talks to a pig. She, she's crazy. <laughs> this is the people that we deal in with. These are the people that are voting and saying this, yeah, wo- exactly. this woman's talking to a pig. Dude. Yeah. She thinks that she's talking to a pig who, like I said, found a phone now stealing some Wi-Fi, and it's a pig who has a Facebook account. I can't. Oh, my God. She still follow this pig? Yeah. Yeah, she still, you know, still lives locally. She won't be there, will she, at the concert? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I go, oh, there's a part of me that might want her there. I don't know. It sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just good God. Yeah, so have, that, yeah. Have you seen the pig since? No, actually, uh, some woman actually took him in for a little bit, um, and the, the pig escaped. Uh, pig was around Damn. for about two days and then decided to leave. So, of course, I had to, like, change the pig's information on there. So I told people that he moved up to Tishomingo, Oklahoma, and uh, that's where he supposedly lives today. So, First off, I have no idea where the hell that is. Yeah. But, <laughs> dude, only... Only in Texas, dude. Only in Texas are pigs. In Detroit, they drop off dogs in the city. Texas, they're like, here, I have some pigs. <laughs> there dude, you go, buddy. Dude, if you saw everything, we've had the pig, of course. We've had uh, buffalo run through the whole thing here. What? Yeah. there's. I'll, I'll send you some pictures. Uh, apparently, two buffalo got loose. There are movies in buffalo off the street or whatever. <laughs> and here they come running through the whole neighborhood. One, one Saturday morning, all of a sudden, there's buffalo in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. Dude, you're not that far from me. So that's what's funny is, like, you're, it's not that far from a civilization. I, I almost put a towel on and ran out there pretending to be an Indian, you know? Like the... <laughs> oh, you get canceled already. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg hear about that and be like, that's it. That's enough. Canceled. That's the final straw. Delete his account. The, that's what's going to happen one day. Your account is going to be deleted. You're going to be on TikTok forever. TikTok doesn't cancel anybody. Don't worry. That's that's no, they can't they can't cancel anybody. Well, actually, they can. They they banned me right off the bat. Tick. Oh, I remember we did the same video. Yeah, and I I got banned and you didn't. They probably Zuckerberg probably called him. Up I don't and, know. They probably said, "Hey, this guy's coming over there. You might want to keep a look <laughs> on him." And you know, I, I remember that, that video. I was I like that cucumber with all the single ladies, and boom, I got automatically uh, off. Dude, I have a I have a video on mine. Of two donuts having sex, yeah, and they didn't say a word. My mom's, my mom's. I know, I know my mom's listening to this podcast, and she's got to be like, "What is wrong with you?" Um, everything. Actually, no, it's not two, two donuts. donuts it's actually not donuts. No, no, no. It's a Bavarian cream donut and a kolache sausage. <laughs> That's how you got Jaja uh, Gabor. Yes. <laughs> they're having sex on there and uh that's still on. i do some weird stuff on there but um i got away from that lately lately i'm more professional but um yeah i remember that i could not believe they banned it that i was like dude there's nothing inappropriate about it. i mean not really it's a cucumber like that's all it was it was hilarious. the cucumber was dancing it that's was happy literally all it was but yet you got some 16 year old girl half naked on there dancing and she's got five million views and that's okay yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that shows you what we're dealing with here. But 
Well, man, uh, minus the pigs and buffalo and donut humping sausages, whatever. It, this was, it was a good conversation, man. I'm glad you made it on the show. Awesome. I'm glad. I'm excited to share this with everybody. And uh, anything you want to promote, or we're just going to sit tight and wait for you to tell us. Yeah, we'll we'll see what comes up next. So, all right. Well, guys, look, I'm gonna post uh, I'm gonna post this link to his website on all my social media, so you can go check it out. So you can check out some of the swag, listen to some of his music. So you can you know talk to him and get him back out there. And of course, if he goes anywhere live, I will post it. Um, so you can support as well as well as his, uh, his flags. I want to show some of that work just in case you guys are thinking. I mean, he does other stuff too, but the flags are really a really cool piece. So. We'll check out some of that. And then I'll be back next week, uh, every Wednesday. I don't even know what the show is. I don't remember. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a live one, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Just check out Life of an Average Show, lifeofanaveragejoepodcast.com. And, man, it was good talking to you, man. Next time, don't be late, 6.04. I can't believe this. This guy, dude, you got, okay. <laughs> Final story, guys. <laughs> We're sitting here scheduling this podcast, right? I tell, he says to me, after 6. It was going to be last week, but there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in our lives, and that's just the way things happen. Um, he says, 6 o'clock, no problem. I was on a schedule. I was running late. But <laughs> I get a text from him. It says 1604, right, or something like that. And um, I'm like, what? And then I, I, you know, why is he saying, why is he saying 604? Like, I know what. And I, I read it as it's 604. Like, he's telling me I'm late. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This guy, like, we reschedule all the time, and he's busting my balls because I'm four minutes late. <laughs> Little did I know, as I read further, he's on the way to my place. Because <laughs> he thought we were doing it live, which, you know what? I should have just let him, except I'm in my jammies. Um, and we're sitting here, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, what? Anyway. He had to turn around and go back home so he could do a remote. But, I mean, I thought he was cursing me out for being four minutes late. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe this dude is like, I'm, I mean, I literally read that. And I'm like, why? What's the big deal? And I'm like, he's on a tight schedule. And in my mind, I'm like, crap, we're going to reschedule again. Now I got to move another episode. <laughs> and then I, and he's yelling at me because I'm four minutes late. I'm like, I'm oh, man, that's hilarious. I know. I'm like, dude, my boss doesn't even yell at me when I'm four minutes late. He's like, man, thank God you showed up today. But, oh, jeez, Yeah, it was a good time. Well, look, we're here. Okay. And, and, and we're not late. <laughs> and I appreciate everybody that listens. And uh, like I said, go check out the life of an podcast.com. You can check all your fun stuff there any platforms and I'm going to post uh, all of my good friends links there. So you can go check him out and at least listen to music and see what you got coming up down the pipe. And I guess I'll see you in a couple weeks, man. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's the end of the month, right? 23rd. I think it's the week right before the end of the month. I mean, it's like only like oh, two weeks right. away. So yeah. It's like yeah. right after Easter, right? Yep. Perfect. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. Anytime.